Jeopardy! Take two, Mrs. Ryan. Here we go. I like That's that guy. Right. We're doing it again with audio this time. Yes. Luckily, we didn't get too far. <laughs> Good thing. <laughs> For you at home, this is our second time through. I we guess. tried it a few minutes ago, and uh, about five minutes in, I realized we weren't getting audio. So, like Ramsey just said, the perils of production. Uh, hello, everybody. Today is, I forget what I've done, what I haven't done. Hello, today is Monday, October 1st, 2018. My name is Jay Ryan. This is Nicole Ryan. We hello. are the Ryans. And this is It's Tonight Show. New month. Yeah, that's right. October 1st. October. I, I don't even know how that came and went. My birthday month came and went. I don't even Gone. remember um, any of it. Which October is here, which means that it's Halloween, which means that it's Thanksgiving, which means that it's Christmas, which means that it's 2019. Yeah. Um, and then we start the whole thing over again. Yay! End of the year. Yay. Fall is no longer. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, Mrs. Ryan, let's see. There's a lot of stuff to get to. Luckily, we'll have, um, we just talked it through. Yeah. Hopefully, I can truncate it a bit. Let's see. Let's talk about the weekend. Okay. This was the big, this is this is the road home from Rensport show. <laughs> oh, yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> this was Rensport weekend. We weren't there, uh, unfortunately. There was some scheduling snafus with the podcast. We had... Um, the story behind it, we should probably tell everybody. Yes. Um, we very much wanted to be at, at Rensport this year, although we had a lovely time. We had a lovely time not being there. Yes. I enjoyed our time together very much. Thank I want to. Okay. Um, but man, we wish we were there. No, but I'm man, we had other plans. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what happened was we had applied, thanks to Derek Whitaker, to the uh, Momo Road to Rensport, um, the big run. That's it's it's a big deal it, all the way up. Um, you stop at Button Willow on the way to Laguna Couple Seco. Couple places you pop yeah, by. Yeah. We were going to get a preview of the Rod Emery uh, RSR. Just cool stuff. Hi, Rod. They had a bunch of things planned. And uh, and we got accepted to it, which I couldn't believe Pretty because cool. it's all these old air-cooled cars and we have water. And it was like, it was really, I still to this day kind of think it was a mistake. Like somebody didn't really check too carefully. And um, we're awesome. And our car <laughs> is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, so we were great and, and planning on doing that. And we left, um, we scheduled last Thursday to have no show so that we could do so. While we were at Breakfast Club, I think the week before or whatever, um, or a couple of days before, somehow we were talking to uh, the professor and uh, and he and his wife were going to be available because they were, we'd been trying to get both of them in here for a while, I yeah, should say. Yeah, Serena came by and was like, we're, the week's clear, like we're good. Yeah, and we had been trying to do this couple <laughs> series for a while to start it with them. And uh, anyway, so we locked on, okay, that Thursday would be the best. And we both said, okay, we wouldn't get to do the thing and go to the thing and everything, but that's okay because this was our priority, et cetera, et cetera. Um, whatever. One thing led to another scheduling. Ah, didn't work out. <laughs> so we're left with a, a fantastic <laughs> weekend <laughs> with nothing to do. We could have driven up, but it was like we didn't have tickets or anything else, and we weren't going to just drive up and find an Airbnb <laughs> 100 miles out of town to drive over to the racetrack anymore, and man. wave <laughs> It didn't Not make sense. Not those people anymore. It didn't make sense. Um, but man, Ramsey Potts is here today and told us that we missed a heck of a good time. 
Um, so we'll get to hear all about it. Yeah, we don't have. And we got our weekend. We don't have FOMO, and Mrs. Ryan and I like to make lemonade. So what we ended up doing was we had a kick-ass huge breakfast club on Friday. Yeah, it wasn't huge actually. It was there was only like ten or twelve uh, it's cars. Not like the same amount of people, but so much warmer. There was Somehow. Some, yeah, there was something I feel like maybe, uh, you know what it was? There, w- It was all us. There were like only a couple other people. So we oh. sat, sort of had the whole place. Okay. There was like that only a couple sense. bikers and only a couple uh, not breakfast clubbers. Yeah. And maybe that's why it felt different because we like maybe. had Danny's attention the whole time and stuff. Yeah. It was, re- <laughs> was really. It felt like the old days when we started it and there yeah. was nobody there and it was like just four or five of us. Totally. Um Anyway, so that was great. And then Saturday, holy cow, Fred Hasburn and the um, the PCA Riverside chapter of the Porsche Club of America had their uh, annual timeline, Porsche timeline event up at Lake Arrowhead Village. Pretty Fantastic. Place. Fantastic it's event. Uh, we've done it a couple of days in a row. Mm, I don't want to cut you off. A couple of years Sorry, a couple of years in a row. It's just super pretty, and I loved going there. Like, I loved getting to go up there. It's it's one of those things that, like, I because I don't always know where we're going and what we're doing, and I'm pretty honest about that, so no one asks me anymore. Thank you. <laughs> um, but that one is, we went before, and it's just such a beautiful place that, like, I don't go to typically in my day-to-day. So to get to go to there, it's, like, it's a really fun date excursion with you. Aww. Well, that's what I was going to say was um, I feel like life was like, oh, you're not at Rensport, but let me give you the best weather for driving out in Southern California of all time. We had a spectacular day. We stopped at a bunch of lakes to take pictures on the way to Lake Arrowhead just because everything was so beautiful. The light was so great. Where was that top of the my Ghostbusters shot? (laughs) It was because of the red seatbelt, I think. But you were like this. Listen, I totally saw it. I looked it up and now it's like all I think about uh, but that was a place I think I posted about it. I called it top of the earth or no end of the earth or mm-hmm. edge of the earth. Um, I don't even know where that actually was. It just Such everybody was pulled photo. over because it was clearly the edge of earth. I mean, we were above the clouds and there was like a little mountaintop poking out, you know, way, way out there. It was pretty cool. It was pretty rad. Yeah. Well, that's good. All right. Um, so with that, we were really excited to get to do the PCA Riverside timeline because we didn't get to do a PCA event that we anticipated going to last week, which was the PCA Los Angeles region oh. Concord de Elegance at the Peterson Auto Museum. Whew. All right. Lots Got of it words. All right. Good yes, job. Yes, exactly. So we also had not originally intended to go to that because of scheduling and other events. And then last week, the PCA Los Angeles region and Chester Contai Contoy, I never, never really know, know how to say, say his last name. Awesome Chester, who everybody knows and loves, um, uploaded this video from last year's Concord. It was sort of like, oh, they put it out right before this year's Concord, whatever. And uh, we were included in it, and it was very, very cool. There's actually a little bit about me talking about how, <laughs> why, why'd you get your first Porsche? Oh, David Letterman had Porsche and whatever. So it's kind of a funny tie-in. <laughs> In, in the Porsche video, but they also did um, from the same interview, they ended up creating this little profile series um, for some of the owners, like an owner profile. Uh, owner yeah, member. we talked about doing that forever ago, and it's so nice to be included. And then it's very nice to be included. The sentiments in the video just make me tear up every time because it's ju- it just transports me back to like it was why we wanted to do it in the community. first place. Totally, we're, we're just one of a million stories like totally. that. Totally, and there's just such love and thank yous that we hear about all the time that need to be part of big time. Um, with that, I would like to play that video yeah. for you now. Thanks to Chester who sent it over. Um, this is 
I think it's just Jay Ryan because I'm talking about you. You're in it a lot in photos and stuff, but I think it's just called Jay Ryan. I am arm candy when member. I'm <laughs> when I'm quiet. When I'm not, I'm just a mess. All right, we're gonna go yes, to it's it just now. You. Roll it out. <laughs> My wife has MS. We had been through a bit dealing with that. And I went through some health issues where we actually weren't sure if I was going to make it. It got kind of serious. And uh, I always wanted a 911, going back to my first car. We wanted to get back to that. And uh, it was one of those where, well, if you're going to do it, now's the time to do it because you might not get a chance. So we started looking. And my wife said, okay, you can get a Porsche if we get a happy Porsche. So we looked at a silver one, a red one, we looked at a bunch of cars, and then we saw a yellow one with a smile on it. And she was like, well, that's a smiley face, we have to get that one. And ever since then, you've seen it's gone through a lot of transformations, so have we. It's been a personification of our journey, you know what I mean? So it means a lot more to us than just a car. When you go through things like we did, generally you introvert, and you go in and gotta heal and figure yourself out. You know, it was going out was a big deal at first, and we wanted to celebrate it. And it was like, look at us, we're doing this, so that we had a place to look at all of our pictures and like, look at the, the we can have this catalog. When we joined the PCA, the people made all the difference. The cars are cool. I love all these cars. I think it's really neat. I would drive anywhere to come see these cars. But I came today, and we came today because of the friends that we've met, the people that have supported us when we were going through a hard time. Hello, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. We missed you, Jack. The people here who would just share this passion, it's infectious to be around, and it makes you feel good, and that's why we're here. We've, yeah. Yeah. We've met such a good group of people. And we were talking about it earlier, like everyone's connected through, so like whether it's Tori or uh, uh, Houndstooth Ray and like all Houndstooth the, Ray. It's my favorite. <laughs> I just adore. Ray Schaefer will forever everyone. now be known as Houndstooth Ray. There's a thing up in the set he gave you. Yeah, the notebook. Yeah, he, he and I are. I don't know if it's in there. I, I, bo I bond with the men that we meet in different weird ways that like... <laughs> Just, they just, I love them and they love me and they're all just wackadoos and we're great. Like that picture, I love that picture of like me and Michael Dolphin and like Jose, like my, my people. Good for you. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. I'm so glad you feel that way. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're awesome. All right, Mrs. Ryan, do you want to check in with Danbury Chive yes. and Steve Kaz in yes. the East Coast feed? Steve, I missed you. <laughs> all right, let's check in. Steve Kaz, Danbury Chive, and the East Coast Feed. Roll it, Hal. Mrs. Ryan, is the East Coast Feed coming to you live from Newtown, Flagpole, Connecticut. We're at Deer Street. It's a random night of gym, but the bottom line is, you need to see what had happened tonight. What I know what happened? What, what had happened was, um, we had some good gin, and we're standing here randomly on an East Coast Feed night, but the bottom line is, look at the demon, and what is on the demon? Can we get it in? What is it? What it is? It's it is Porsche Life. It is the 101 Porsche Life. East Coast Speed, aka Danbury Chive. Everyone's in it. East Coast Speed. We're saying you love. This is Ryan. We love you. Megan loves you guys. Brooke, she's I new. Know. Loving everybody. <laughs> Listen, thank you for the sticker. We appreciate the shout out. You are now on the Demon Live. East Coast Speed.
Live. Send it in. Give him the love. Give him the love. Okay. Love you guys. I mean, seriously, those guys. I don't. I don't know where that place. Is. I've never heard of that place. No. Um, but it, it does seem to be uh, where I, uh, there used to be something else, and I'm wondering if it maybe is the same place uh, in the same location. Okay. Where that is, though, for the for the folks at home, they are uh, boy. This is going to put a damper on things, but they're right down the street from they're the at the school, flagpole, right? which is at the top of the hill, which right down the street, of course, yeah, would be um, where the Newtown uh, Sandy Hook area of Newtown I thought it was is. Familiar. Yeah, yeah, and that's where I grew up. So I mean, yeah, yeah. People don't really, I don't know, maybe know that about People me. People don't I grew know a lot about you. You come from a, a cool place that has like a storied history to pieces of it sometimes. Well, that one wasn't good at all. No, <laughs> not not good, but that restaurant looks nice. <laughs> yes, it sure does. All right, Can't wait to Ryan. see the flagpole. Uh, we have options now. We can go do one more East Coast feed or we can go straight to what's going on. I think straight to what's going on I today. think so, Get too. Mrs. Ryan... Ryan What's going on? Starting this fall in New York, K through 12 grades, kindergarten through 12th grade, yes. uh, education is going to include mental health. I think this is great. And wellness. Did you read about that? I read something about it over the weekend. I'd love to hear what you have to say. They are the first state to mandate it in the U.S., that it's part of the curriculum and education, which is so cool. Because out here, like a lot of kids I know, uh, their parents or whatever do yoga and stuff and meditation. But this is the first one to educate people on like what your emotions are and like their their main thing is breaking down stigmas and giving kids tools to regulate their emotions. Ooh, that's so. super super important. It's super I feel like m- most people go- walking around in the street today don't know how to regulate their emotions, and that's kind of the issue these days. We sort of skipped that in this generation somehow. Yeah, somehow we missed it. We don't know what anything is. And, and I don't mean the kids. I think the kids are much better at it. I mean the parents. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean the uses of this generation. Totally, and I will be the first one to jump on a sword and be like, I think that's what's wrong with me is I didn't know what emotions felt like. Right. And so I definitely, like, I'm so grateful that New York, I'm from New York. I grew up there, went to school there, like, Neat that in 2018, <laughs> we're finally <laughs> tackling mental health, but great. Every little bit. Every I'll little bit it. helps, man. I think it's cool. Just awareness. I mean, uh, people th- being mentally unhealthy doesn't mean that you're crazy or that you're fucked up or that you've got a chemical deficiency. It could just mean that you don't know yourself very well and that you just need to figure it out and do some sorting of a bunch of stuff that's just misorganized. Totally. And like depression and anxiety are not even present like feelings. They're they're all about projection, whether it's to the past or the future. So it's like, calm down, stay present. And like I say it all the time, you've helped me see that and I'm still struggling with it. But like to know that it's going to be for kids younger to be like. Hit it early. Calm down, man. Kids know this stuff inherently, like children, babies, all that stuff. And then we 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 wring it out of them. You know what I mean? So if we can have these kids keep it and hang on to it, then that generation as adults will probably be magic. I mean, what they're able to accomplish. I agree with you. I think it's just neural training from the beginning. So they're going to be set up to know how to use, access those parts of their brain. Your kids are going to be very successful. And it's... All of them. They're going to be successful. And the good news is you never miss anything. It's never too late. You can always learn how to slow down. It's hard as shit the older you get. But it's worthwhile, and I promise you it's beneficial to your health. Good for you, Mrs. Ryan. Yep, I'm the most positive person today. Um, My next article is about epigenetics. 
Do you know what those are? I don't think so. Okay. They're kind of about how environmental factors affect your health and your body and mm, stuff. Sure. I believe in that. Um, they are now finding that it affects your IQ so that it, it really gets in your system early. And then, like we were just saying, like it trains your neural pathways to look for certain things when you're What are we talking about specifically? Epigenetics. No, and no, 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 no. I, I understand. But I'm saying like, uh, I'm I, simplifying it saying, oh, think of the five people you're around the most. And then, you know what I mean? That kind of is an amalgamation of who you are. So if you're around your five much smarter people. Five things, five shows that you watch, five things that you get news from. Same, like, same thing though. Yeah. Right? Yes. Fundamentally. So, yeah. So it's all that. So I, it's osmosis. Surround yourself with good shit. We are what we eat. We are what we consume. Yes. Surround yourself with good stuff. That was the same thing when we did this reorganization, whatever. Like we cut out a lot of stuff that used to be considered very, very normal, like television, like a lot of food, like all sorts of crazy things that we considered and most people consider very, very normal. Yeah. Yeah. They're not to us. They're not part of our lives anymore. No, they're definitely not. And with ever, there's so many factors that you can now see the effects of. So whether it's like you ate ding dongs every day or you went to uh, Yeah. And, and thank you. I guess to my point of, I would say that a lot of the benefit has been derived because of the separation from those things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. So, blah. Um, to that point, though, soon we're going to, we hope to have an atlas of, hu- of the human cells, the human biology. All right. All right. Well, they're mapping that shit. Well, I'll let you know. Um, but no, it sounds neat. I don't know what it means. Um, there, you know how when there, uh, uh, when we first moved here with the, the Thomas Guide, mm-hmm. um, I'm familiar with maps. <laughs> they're making one for the cells in the body, though, to, and to see how things matriculate and affect other cells, like what the lineages of actions and cellular biology and stuff. There's thirty. Seven trillion cells in the body, though, mm. so they're trying to get a jump on it. They're doing it wrong, is my opinion. Like okay. it, 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 whatever they study is whatever they see in that, but it can be changed from here. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, so all right, so study somebody and then stu- study somebody like me, and then tell me if those are the same. You know what I'm saying? Because I have a much better control over like even what my cells are doing, like like you I and mean, fix stuff and all that. I think I make myself I'm like X-Men. I don't mean that. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, having a, a control over your thoughts is 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 almost like a superpower because you don't get bogged down in the bullshit. I totally agree. I feel like <laughs> some of these things, though, are about people like me who have like gone down the wrong path and have to back up and like redo stuff. So okay. sometimes it helps to have a little direction. But who knows? Um, That's my point you guys are going to write wrong roadmaps for other people. And I, don't, I think that's unfortunate. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever they get out of doing this is not really, in my opinion, probably going to be the end result of what we're really trying to get towards. I hate to say fool's errand because that's not right. I'm sure they can get some good out of this. But I feel like, oh, it, we're not attacking the problem yet. I don't disagree with you. I, I, I see both sides of it. And so I see the... There's going to be so many cool things that come out of this. It's not going to be the LS of what you're Oh, I see. Okay. Like. So All right. I understand that. I look at that as like, oh, there's going to be really cool stuff coming up. Um, there is really cool stuff coming up. Yeah. No, there is really cool stuff coming up. Yeah. Neat. There is. We don't watch the same stuff. There's some really cool stuff coming up. I think the world will be amazed. Can't wait. 
Um, I you mentioned something to me the other day, and so I looked into it, and I'm still it's nebulous to me. The LAX posted its marijuana rules. We were talking about this at Breakfast Club, I think. Somehow it came up. I don't remember, but yeah. I, I didn't know the quantities. They're crazy high you that you can carry around that's just what as I was a saying. person. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it, uh, okay, so the conversation that we were having at Breakfast Club was um, LAX just posted the other day there on their website, like on the actual LAX website, flylax.com, I think it's called or whatever, um, what their policies are for marijuana because it's it's legal here but it's an international anyway their policy is they don't care um their airport police doesn't care up to a certain amount of x amount whatever and it sounded like a heck of a lot to me because it was way more than i know that i've ever bought for you so whatever it sounded like okay you can have a shit ton of weed on you that's not a problem but they're very very clear about saying you have to get through national uh tsa which is a national organization and it's federally illegal and then uh, wherever your destination where you're going, it's your responsibility yeah. to figure out, you know, they, but they're saying that um, if you get, uh, I don't know, what would you do it? Uh, get in trouble at LAX. That's the that thing. They found it's, pot on you. They don't it, care. It sounded very much like it's all you. Whatever you want to do, you've got to read the rules of where you're going. Like, we're not going to enforce it. We've got other shit to do. Everyone should be responsible for themselves is what they're saying. Yeah. I feel that that's... that's that's kind of fair. That's what I took away from it. And it seemed 28.5 grams of bud is what they allow you to do. The film canisters. 28.5 grams. Oh. Isn't a, an eighth is three grams or something like that? What? That's a lot. Film canisters are three and a half grams. So that's a lot of those. And you can have eight grams of, of concentrate. Like that's bananas to me. So enjoy. And then my <laughs> last one that I guess goes along with it, but uh, made me so happy. That movie Role Models is going to be on Netflix. I know it's crazy. I know it's silly. But what do you know about it? I worked on it. You did? Yeah. Vincent's in it. Yeah. Oh, he. Oh, yeah. Right. Chris Vermin's Plaza. Vincent. Is one the of guy. our guests. Vincent. Uh, Vince, <laughs> Vincent Martella. <laughs> also, like my little brother in life. He was. Uh, fi- he's Phineas of Phineas and Ferb, but he's also he was uh, on Everybody Hates Chris, and he's been in tons of movies and stuff. Role Models is one of them. Didn't know in that. In fact, he was up for the McLovin character, and he, uh, Paul Rudd, liked him and wanted him to do it, but they wanted, they went with Chris, is that his name? Chris Vermin's class, yeah. Um, because he was older, he was the right age, whatever. But they ended up writing a part for Vincent because That's Paul cool. wanted him to, Paul Paul Rudd likes Vincent. He used to bring his family to uh, to the Grove to watch Vincent play no piano way. and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. It's pretty cool. Vincent's so talented. Sorry, I could go on and on. Vincent's great. That movie's fun. And all it's I. Stifler and Paul Rudd, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Sean William Scott. Sean William Scott. Mm. And uh, Christmas Plus. But like the whole. And I think. And David Wayne actually like created it, like directed it, I think. Mm, I'm not Something. sure about that. But Ken Marino wrote it, I think. And or maybe David wrote it and Ken directed it. I don't know. Somehow those guys are involved for sure. They're Ken involved. And, and like, Wayne. I didn't even really know them then. But like the movie itself is about LARPing, but it's about community and Big Brother like looking out for your people and like it just made me so happy that more people will get to see it on netflix yeah nice yeah that's all oh that's the it end. all right well gosh that's been what's going on all right let's take a quick break and yeah. please get ramsey potts in here yes, we are please. so excited to talk to him we spent like a, a, five minutes was supposed to be before it turned into an hour blah 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 let's get him in here Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. Uh, more to come after this. Ramsey Pot will be here. I am. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Love y'all. See you in a minute. Everyone <laughs> deserves music. Sweet music. Everyone deserves music. Sweet music. Seven in the morning, step on the floor. Walking through the kitchen and you open the door. Ain't much left in the bottle of juice because the seeds that you plant never reproduce. Computer's still running, but your mind is cracked because the plans that you made never came to pass. Now you recognize the times are soft when you're trying to take a bite at your ATM card. Everyone deserves music, sweet music. Everyone deserves music.
We are back with Ramsey Potts. How are you, sir? I am super fantastic. I really am. This is such an honor to be here with you two. Oh. The two of you, it's, it's obvious you've made enormous sacrifices and you've tapped your, your clearly deep well of professionalism <laughs> and you've put together this program. It's a dream, right? And you're doing it. And I'm very honored to be here. Thank you very much, both of you. I want Thanks. you to be our publicist. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was incredible. Yeah, uh, you've encapsulated all of our feelings and emotions perfectly. Well, um, it's, it's, that's it's the obvious. goal. It's obvious, both from the production and watching the show. And for all of your listeners, it's real. <laughs> you have really done an amazing job. It's real? Thanks. Oh, the set. It's real. Oh, yeah. Well, it's crazy, isn't it? I yeah, mean, this yeah. is a, this is the part where it does get a little <clears throat> fantasy landy for me because it is it's weird. You know what I mean? Like this is really uh, what well, there's a Seinfeld episode on uh, the Merv Griffin Merv set. Merv Griffin the whole episode, bit. yeah, about yeah. the sets. Yeah, well, just doing the thing. You know, it's in the guy's living room, and there the friends the are coming over. Yes, and <laughs> and I, you know, I do, and I said this to you already, but I want your listeners to know that as as a bit of a TV neophyte probably one of the great ponderings of my life has been what's in the mug am i the only one am i the only one that's always wondered yeah what's really in the mug <laughs> Do, does everyone think that there's only ever one thing because i generally this is the first time actually i don't have two normally i have a coffee and a water but i had that coffee and just like you said you don't want to keep ramping up i was yeah. I couldn't even say your name at the end, so I just <laughs> stuck, came back with just the water. <laughs> mm. Real California H2O. It's delicious. <laughs> and, I, you know, speaking of names, may, may I compliment you right out of the gate for something that you did? And we didn't talk about this sure. earlier. On, on, so I was watching your show in my flight outbound from Atlanta to San Francisco, catching the last few episodes from last week. And we get to the end, and you I noticed where you have a trend of you say, and coming up on Monday show or oh, next week. try or next to, show. yeah. Okay. And you said Ramsey Potts, and then I wait. It's almost like I'm waiting for him, like, let's see how he pronounces it. And you nailed it. R.M. Sotheby's. It is, I swear, that's the most mispronounced. Heart? The the company that you're I, kidding. Oh, we get Sotheby's and Sotheby's. Oh wow. And R and M and you did. Uh, I really my compliments. I don't know That's where cute. you learned that. Well, I remember Ron Meyer, obviously. I mean, so I know the R M. Yeah, you did. You you. I, I meant to tell you that earlier. Oh wow. Thank you very much for getting both my name and the fabulous brand R M Sotheby's. Well, unfortunately, a few moments ago, I couldn't get anything out of my mouth. <laughs> so I'm okay. glad that we did it last week. Good We're good job. to go now. We're good to go. <laughs> Um, Ramsey, I don't have, um, we don't do questions on this show. It's okay. not that type of thing, but I have this blue card with things that we talked about earlier or just things that I have known or picked up on you. Okay. Your style is probably the first thing people would say about you next to your personality. People who know you know your personality, but people seeing you at a car event go, holy cow, where's his mint julep? <laughs> yeah. And wh wh what are his picks? Because he knows what he's doing. Uh, that's very <laughs> kind of you. Thank you very much. I enjoy it. It, it has, n not on purpose, but it, it has become a, uh, a talking point. Uh, a, a, a Obviously a good one, a yeah, positive yeah. one. Well, I'm going to take I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I mean, everything <laughs> from my side, I hope you know, it was very coming from a very complimentary place. Thank you. No matter how it came out. I, uh, one of the highlights of this Ren Sport weekend was 
one particular individual who is one, I don't know if you know Scott Atherton, the name, who heads up the, uh, the IMSA, okay. the president of IMSA. And sure. I really enjoy sports car racing. So I'm like, I was with Brad Phillips from Haggerty, one of the coolest guys in the biz. And I see Scott Atherton walking this way, walk this way. And I'm like, Brad, 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 it's Scott, it's Scott. Sorry. No, no, you're good. I'm and, and, you know, I've spoken with Scott. He was at our Amelia Island auction in the Ritz-Carlton. And he came over, and we're chatting, small talk, talking about Project Gold. And then he says to me, and he gets very serious, and he puts his hands on his hips, and he says, I just have one question for you. And I'm like, oh, no, what did we do? Or, you know, where did we get this wrong? How many hats do you have? Was the question. So at first I was a bit concerned, but yeah, I. Well, you're not only doll. I mean, I've, this is the first time we've ever met, but I've yes. seen many, many pictures uh, and video. And uh, um, it's not just that you're always dolled up to the T's. Everything always matches. So that means there is a significant uh, wardrobe to this. It's not just like, oh, he's got one hat and three jackets and two pairs of pants. I mean. Everybody's got a thing, right? Yeah, I guess I'm this thinking is, that the, awesome. the wardrobe at home may be a little bit larger than maybe the garage, even. There's a few shoes, maybe. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with any of that. I love it. I'm comfortable with that. Yes. You're comfortable with that. Sure. So I got some new socks this weekend. I just noticed them. Uh, I love y'all that pay attention. Actually, I got about eight pairs. Look like of socks. golf livery socks. In there. fact, they are well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love socks. I love color. I. Of course, in all fairness, guys, look, it's if you do blues and grays, you're pretty safe. So, Well, it's almost like the, uh, and I noticed this immediately, but I'm saying it now finally on the show, I see the M roundel colors the, or the uh, uh, M motorsport colors are, on your that hickey. That is, again, Ray Schaefer introduced me to a fellow, Adam McQuiston. Finn Ryan design, amazing, amazing young man. So I am I right? Is that actually a motorsport type hanky, or it's not just a knot? Yeah, normally I have some with cars on them, and this is, in, it's technically called Racing Stripes. Ah. And uh, <laughs> while I was at Porsche this weekend, it was the Martini Racing Stripes. Oh, gosh, of course. Yes. I didn't mean to. Yes, Definitely of course. Definitely not the M Stripes. No, no, probably not. Sport. But, uh, well, you know what, yeah, though? I've it, got uh, perhaps three even the order that they're in there. Yes, they are. I've got cufflinks. These, this, uh, Nice. And, and as a tribute to you and Rensport, these are 356 cool. uh, cufflinks, and I like my I like cufflinks a lot. So. Nice, thank you. It's a, it's a very kind of you. Well, but the personality, the okay the the personality probably came first. You told me the wardrobe came from somebody that means something a lot to me personally it, in my life. Isn't that fascinating? How? And and this actually is somebody who is one of the reasons we even do this show. And it's not David Letterman. But a fellow Pittsburghian, is that a right word? You two really do get people to open up. Bully for you both. I, I, I'm not trying to do no, that. No, I, this, this is what's is, interesting to me. It's you just. You, what are we going to talk about on a show about Porsches, right? So, Welcome that, to the neighborhood. Yeah. I have people who have been an influence. We all do. And I probably have more than most who have made me and molded me and affected me. And yes, it is true. Fellow Pittsburgher Fred Rogers in the neighborhood, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, right? I mean, when you think about him, one of the first things you think about is the man had style. Absolutely. It, it consistently. Forever. Right. All we ever saw of him was the same. And and cardigans are cool, and sport coats are cool, and plaid was hip. And House shoes are cool. Yeah. I you know like what I'm saying? Yeah, house shoes and ties and cravats. Are, uh, so, yeah. No, my sisters and my mother were, have also been, in all fairness to them, a big influence in 
uh, appreciation of clothing. I wish I could dress like them, but there is no question about it that when, when I think about Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, all the cool things about that show, he really, I mean, the guy, he, uh, it was okay. So I you think. grew up there, so that was probably yeah. in the DNA, but he was special. it was special to you guys as yeah. well, your whole family. Yeah, I think maybe you guys are nor'easters. I don't know. Yeah. Am I wrong? Am I right? But I, I just, it just seems like dressing up was a bit more of a thing where we're from than where I live now in Savannah, Georgia. This is probably more a question for you, but I would say that for sure I have gotten rid of all of my nice clothes since I've moved out here. You used to dress up back east. Well, yeah. Okay, good. So you out here you dress down to go out versus like in New York City you would go to the nines to the show to the theater how about when you go to, to an, an airplane you used to dress up and that oh, was decent oh yeah that yeah. I, but it's only there's certain places out here that where it's it's, it's awkward to be dressed up mm-hmm. like i remember like uh one time i was wearing a t-shirt to work and something whoever i forget who it was but it was like you used to dress up like what's yeah. this about and i was like I'm with a comedian all day. Like I don't need to be wearing a suit. Like no offense. So it's a, it's super different. But you have a thing. Like you, it's your That's persona. Very kind of You're like you. well, you know. Look, okay, and 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 I, I'll share with you because I do get asked the question, especially when I live in Savannah, Georgia, and when I'm in the South, and it is seven thousand degrees and seven hundred percent humidity <laughs> why do you dress up when you go to see the clients or when i go to see someone and i get out of the car and i put my coat on take your coat off for heaven's mm-hmm. sake no look let's use the two of you as an example let's take a look at, at at what what is happening right here the two of you have dedicated your lives your your avocation your vocation and you've put together this amazing studio you you've invited me into your really cool home and I mean, I just, you deserve to have a guest that presents well. When I go to see one of my clients and I'm about to walk into their garage, cave, collection, whatever it is, and it's essentially the second largest investment, uh, you know, a, a, a tangible investment that they've made. And mm-hmm. some of those investments are more significant than others. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. They deserve Especially with what to you have see. somebody... And and they want and they're going to trust me to help them curate their collection. You're going to trust me to be interesting. You deserve to have somebody present themselves well. What it says to me is you show up. Well, that's very kind of you. Yeah. You're showing up. You know what I mean? You're bringing it. You're showing up. Well, you guys, I mean, this is amazing what you've done here. You deserve it. Thank, Thank you. You really do. That you is very kind of you. You deserve to have your guests <laughs> present well. So. <laughs> That is very cool. All right. Well, I want you to know that none of the things, your personality, your wardrobe, nothing stands out. Everything is just this awesome, cohesive element. Oh, wow. I, I want you to know that. That's um, incredible. I'm talking about things, you know, in a weird order here, but I don't want you to think that that's how they stand out in my mind, and that's the order in which they're occurring. You're very kind. Thank you. That's very, very kind of you. Another thing that stands out with me that has nothing to do with cars, and we'll get to cars, okay. is um, and this I'm picking up in on on my my own, but but it was. Whatever I was told to look out for it as well. Uh-huh. You have an incredible uh, energy about you, mm. and uh, we both are very susceptible to people's energy. We both um, feel it. We're both empathetic, and um, we both have different ways of dealing with it. Some people are able to not take it on, and some people take it on. Um, no yours hit. is incredibly positive. You you seem to just have an air of positivity about you that you are cultivating on your own that you then allow to emanate 
to those that are then getting close enough to your nucleus. Is this intentional or is this the DNA that is Ramsey Potts? You guys, this is incredibly, I'm going to, thank you very much. It's very kind of you. Forgive me if I answer the question. There's no wrong answer. You, 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 you can tell me you, you don't want to answer the question. I'll sum it up this way because I anything I say, oh, well, I am, I am not, I is, is, is will, will come across as pompous. So my wife, my amazing, I did actually, I am actually, I will say one thing about myself. When you meet my wife, you will concur. I am the greatest salesman of all time. <laughs> now, it took me 10 years to close the deal, but I truly am the greatest salesman of all time in one, maybe only one deal, but with Joelle. The one that mattered. Oh my gosh, yeah. So, uh, and she is Actually, believe it or not, right? Opposites attract the absolute antithesis of me. An only child. Right. See, and that works. Yeah. She, years ago. You're an only child or she is? No, she's an only child. She said one day, coming back from a business function where there were hundreds of people, uh, uh, my wife looked at me from the passenger seat and she said, I'm going to get a button made. (laughs) And I said, do tell. A button? (laughs) And she said, yes. And it's going to say on this big button, dot, 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 except for when he's sleeping. And in all fairness, I, I, I'm like, honey, I don't get it. Well, I don't it goes with another it. button somehow. Right. And somehow all of you get it right away. And well, it's she, a portion of something. Well, and she says to me, if I have to answer one more time the question, is he always like that? <laughs> Except when he's asleep. Right. So I will. I will let my amazing wife uh, address. Uh, I guess sort of answer that question. For All right. You. Well, let's bring her in here. Yeah. No. I wish. <laughs> I wish. All the way in the other side Next time. of the country. Uh, yeah. Look. It. It. Um, have you always been a, a positive person with yeah. plenty of energy? Yeah. And- my nickname, we all have You don't nicknames. have to get out of bed. No, when I was a kid, I, my nickname was uh, the GB or Gigglebox. Uh, <laughs> Gigglebox. Gigglebox was among many nicknames. That was the one that That's was probably nice. most predominant. It's funny because I'll go back and when I go home, which isn't that often anymore, and I'll run into my, our old babysitters, and uh, they will use expressions such as handful and challenge uh. and everything, but they always make the comment. Man, you were a happy handful. Happy handful. Yeah, so that's very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, why not? I, the way I, you I use, use it for the here. good. Yeah. I mean, you've certainly yeah. honed it into whatever makes your life. I was going to say it, it clearly works for you I today. Hope so. I hope so. I, I, I. We're also of quirky bunch. You know what I mean? So anybody personality? Just <clears throat> us car people, us Porsche people, us car people, us auction people. We're all a quirky bunch. Greatest fraternity in the world. Uh. Yes. What's up, bro? Yeah. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe the greatest club. I should use some other term. Uh, but it is car petrol heads, and I use the term petrol heads. I like it too. Because my mother, we had right, the three sisters. Our father uh, wired us to be car people growing up. Uh, which is that we, right? Oh yeah, no. He was a big uh, petrol head car guy. British car. Did you grow up in Georgia? No, no. Grew up in Pennsylvania. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. That's fine. Well, I that's knew fine. that. I, I talk about Savannah, Georgia. Been there ten years. And my sisters were car guys, too. So my mother, very prim and proper to this day, the kind of woman that still will take me by my ear and twist me around <laughs> if I'm not walking on the outside of the sidewalk with her. See? See? So Why is that? Why is that? Yeah, yeah, that's 
because oh, chivalry, correct? Chival- because well, the gentleman, the man is supposed to be on the outside. That's oh, what I was always taught. Heaven help me. I got into a thing with her too. Every time she walks on the outside, I'm like, what are you doing? Get over there. Jay you know teaches why me you rules that I don't understand. I didn't, I didn't grow up in a I grew up in an area where, where area. <laughs> people didn't balance There's books no, on their head, but there was no a lot of class. No like the present to be honored as a lady. How about oh, that? Oh, I, listen, I, I, when I remember it, it is all I want. I just forget. <laughs> My head goes into like, be a work with dudes you know how to do that really for you that's you deserve it so uh, and mom always said your sisters are like cars too so we will use the term mm. petrol heads in our house rather than car guys oh that's, nice. that's, so that's why all my life i have always said petrol heads do y'all like the same kinds of cars yes we were we were raised on british cars mm. so you know which meant we had lots of cars and very few of them ever actually There's worked various states at any one given time right uh, so Jags and MGs and Heelys and Triumphs. Oh, all and, the coolest stuff. Oh, too. I mean, listen, my first bicycle was a Raleigh back when they came from England. And, you know, all my brother ever wanted was a Suzuki. But he got a Triumph mm. and everything was very, very British in our home growing up. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, so the car thing started that early then. Yeah. I was hardwired from day one. Well, Absolutely. You also grew up maybe not that early, but you spent some time at an early age with one of our favorite people, also a Porsche fellow, Ray Schaefer. Man, and I mean, just one of the coolest. Did you guys cats. grow up together? So or? we met when I would have been. So I went to the University of Pittsburgh, and uh, we met through cars. I don't know that I've ever really told the whole story. And Ray said that's not. Ray may say well, that's not how it happened, but I like my version. <laughs> well, Ray's of it coming anyways. back, so we, he can always perfect. Uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll I moved to. I, I, you know, was on my own in <laughs> Pittsburgh, yeah. and. We, I joined at that time the yes. You know, this was this would have been 1986, and and we Ooh. didn't have all these ways of connecting like we do today. These incredible ways of connecting. I'll write your letter or see you at the track. Right. So I uh, yeah I reach out to the local chapter of the SCCA, which would have been a, a new region, I guess I should say, which would have been a new region for me at the time, moving into the city and. I said, you know, are there other young people like me? And oh, by the way, I want to write. I, I would like to write some stories about what you do. Why do young, broke petrol heads like to write stories about car events? Because it gets them into the event mm. for free. Press so, pass. Exactly. Uh, my uh, more about that later. I have some interesting stories about what that. So that's a, I never thought about that. Yeah, there's no, so many kids who reach out to like uh, anybody, John Benton or whatever. Hey, can I do blah blah blah? And it does. It gets them the access. I, I was it, it was about access for me yeah. at the wow. time. So and they said, oh sure, what you should do is reach out to. And here's a perfect example of how committed from day one Ray Schaefer is, and there are few people as committed to the passion for cars as Ray Schaefer. He was the editor. Mind you, Ray Schaefer's probably at this point in time, 18, 19, and he is the editor of the local SCCA regional newsletter, Steel Cities Region. Sports Car Club of America. It's, right. a, it's a big deal. It's bananas. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's Every, not a small group. Everything you say about this Ray, I'm like, he was 18. The, the stuff what? we used to race in, they were all SCCA events up at Lime Rock. Yeah, and stuff I mean, that was the oh, cool. group. That was the yeah. fraternity. And at he the time. edited the that's local back when, you know, Ray. you did it on a, a Commodore, Commodore 64, 64. and sure. you printed it out. And and the, the, the color aspect of your color newsletter was the particular color of paper that month that you would have printed Ooh, it on. Pink. Yeah, orange, red, whatever <laughs> the, the season may have been. Golden and, Rod. And I reached out to this kid 
Ray Schaefer. And he said, oh, yeah, really cool. Sounds neat. You're in Pittsburgh. I'm in Pittsburgh. Come on over to my house. We can talk cars. And, you know, I did. And I remember the day I met him. I remember everything. I really do. I, he's, he's been that much of an influence in my life and a really great friend. And I remember meeting him. And the rest, as they say, has been fabulous history. Wow. And it's always been around cars. Well, I, all right, let, let, let's bounce around a little bit then, because it seems like he's connected also to where you are today. Doesn't didn't he play a role somehow? All right, let me back this mm -hmm. up. Could you tell us what your road was to end up at RM Sotheby's? Ah, okay. Because th this is this is a place that a lot of people probably would aspire to get to, and, <laughs> and you, probably some of your, the people at RM Sotheby's are like, "Yes, how did you yeah. get around?" And your you your journey might have been a little less, um, very much non traditional. Okay. Very much non-traditional. So again, I tell you, you are, I don't know if you define who your guests are, but I would like the subtitle to be the luckiest car cat in the world uh, to have the friends and the opportunities that I have in life. Grew Is up. Zelig uh, type of thing? Uh, I don't know if you would do that. Yeah. Zelig. Yeah. I, I, Just at the right I, place at the right time. Uh, Forrest Gump is more, more, yeah. more timely these days. I mean, all of those <laughs> amazing things wrapped up into one. So immediately out of school, I went to work in the racing business. <laughs> and I was. Dream job. Well, okay, now let's be real clear. Let's use the term business fairly loosely in this particular situation. But it comes all back around again. I responded to a classified advertisement <laughs> in the back of the SCCA magazine for this team in Allentown, Pennsylvania, that was hiring uh, somebody. Lehigh Valley. Yeah, uh, very good. Yeah. Uh, and I said, okay. And I sent a resume. I was a college graduate, and I, and I got hired. And it was very interesting. It was um, a bit of a loosely... I guess it was a job. They gave me money to do it in the cash in an envelope. And I worked for a race team. We were importing the team. There were three of us. We were importing. I think I get where you're going. Right. Now. You know, parts for formula cars. And we sold them. And it was, uh, you know, and, and in all fairness, the gentleman that I worked for, the young man who was about my age at the time, did eventually go and really become quite something in, in sports car racing in IMSA. Legitimately. Yeah. Okay, no, good, very legitimate. Matt Connolly, Connolly Racing Enterprises. And there were three of us. And we, I slept in the... I, I'll use the term halfway. I think it was a, who it was a nasty place where I was living <laughs> at the time, because it was you know cash and it was this apartment thing that and came then, with the the deal. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And and I was. I'm picturing so, the jerk. No. 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 <laughs> the, the back, well, yeah. Okay. The back. You remember the the at the gas station. The, Man, yeah. Okay. The Jackie Mason. Well, ironically enough, so I worked in this race team and I lived in this hovel. Uh, in Easton, no disrespect to Easton, Pennsylvania, and the home of Crayola Crayons, and I was, and it <laughs> and was, a, and it was a shared bathroom by everyone in this hall, in this hovel, and it was so uncomfortable for me and unpleasant that I would literally go to the race shop, and there I would, you know. Take Leather a French bath in yeah, the sure. shop bathroom <laughs> with the shop hose. And for a couple weeks, slept up in the parts department, in the parts department, which was a shelf above the shop. Sure. Uh, in my well, blanket and a pillow. Bag. And I, you know, I look back and I think, oh, maybe I should have stuck it out. But I guess I had bigger visions for myself, which every 
college graduate does, and <laughs> went on to other sales careers and was eventually the sales manager at a Ford dealership and wanted to go into business for myself. Actually, the reality is I wanted to do something. I, I came to this realization that you, you, I wasn't going to be able to make enough money to do what I wanted to do, which was race cars, mm. working in the racing business. And there's the whole avocation, vocation. My father, who gave me many sage sayings, would say to me, I bet Jack Nicholas, I don't know if you knew, great Golf. golfer, yeah, before the Tiger Woods, uh, said, I bet Jack Nicholas doesn't take his golf clubs on vacation. And when you're 18, that doesn't really mean a whole lot to me. But at this stage of my life, I'm like, wait a minute, if I really want to go racing. So I started my own business and I went into the insurance business and that evolved into the financial services. And I was very fortunate and very successful along the way, 25 years in that business. And along the way, I was able to go racing. And that's how Ray and I eventually went racing. And I always kept my fingers in the business, skipping 25 years of just boom. And then 25 years later, I, and this is the impact that you two kids have to always keep in the back of your head. When you do this show, when you dedicate your lives to this, this format, this communication, there were podcasts, there were people who who and Ray was a big part of it and my amazing wife was the other one who and I began to share with them you know I've 25 years in this business I'm successful and I, I wasn't I wasn't unhappy doing what I was doing I love the people my dear friend Trip Amos doing what I was doing but I just had come to that point in my life where I wanted something different mm -hmm. and guys like Ray and people like you People are listening, and they may not say it to you, but have faith. You are changing people's lives mm. because they hear what you're doing, and they listen to your guests, and they're like, I can do it. I can, I can look what you've done. Look, what, look how you've abandoned you. Some people may say, oh, well, I've thrown it to the wind. No, 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 no. You probably, with a great deal of calculation and cunning, have said, we're going to do what we want to do. And by golly, I think we're going to make a living at this, and I bet you do. I absolutely bet up the bank that you do eventually. So all that to say, Ray was very encouraging, and he said, go for it. So I spent about a year and a half and looking for what could I do. And for people that are saying, well, I'm looking for a career in the business, I bet I sent out. I, I, I don't know. Is there a, a pie yeah. for an, a, to eternity and resumes and reached out and contacts uh, and and I had not been somebody's employee in 25 years, right. mind That's you. That's a different It different really animal. was. So these were, but with, through the encouragement of my wife and Joelle, and right place, right time, I, I was always in, I was always hanging out at auctions. I had some clients, some, some successful clients who had come to me and said, hey, I know you know stuff about cars. Let's go buy cars at auctions. And I would help them curate their collection a little oh, bit. okay. And so it would, but that was fun, right? But you were getting known for that? Uh, no, no, not okay. it, it, well, known amongst at least seven people. Uh, so a very That's more than someone else who okay, doesn't do yeah, that, so, you know? You know, one friend who started with one car and, and has now gone through 25 cars sure. and has about 10 or 12 in his collection right now. And he would tell two friends and they would tell two friends and they all had, let's say, an average of 2.7 cars. So not like I do today. And but I was at auctions. <laughs> Ray Schaefer, once mm -hmm. again. So I, I go to an auction and I walk up and there's a gentleman by the name of Bill Wyndham, a very big influence in my life, 
who I worked for me 20 years ago at the Ford dealership where I was the oh general manager and who I kept in contact with because who did he work for on and off for the years? Ray Schaefer. At oh Primos. my gosh. Right. And I and nice. I'm Phil and he's Ramsey and we struck up a conversation. What are you doing? And I'm like, well, I'm at this stage of my life and whatever. Let's talk about cars. And I kept in touch with him amongst many other people. We met at the 24 hours of Daytona one morning. He said, come meet me at Daytona. We might be hiring. I had a resume. We went to a place for breakfast. We sat for two hours, never literally took the resume out of the envelope. And he said, OK, let's do this. And I sold my business. That went very well. I was very blessed. And my wife, who when I came home and said, honey, listen, I think this may happen. I'm going to sell my business. I'm going to upend everything about our lives. And I'm going to chase my dreams mm -hmm. at this time at 48 years of age. And unlike what I think any reasonable spouse would say, she looked at me and sort of almost just nonchalantly said, yeah, you've basically spent your whole life preparing for this. So go about your business and that's, do it. It's, it sounds familiar. Yes. And yeah. that's. And that's, here I am. That's what everyone says about this. You've spent your whole life preparing to do that. I say I don't know what I'm doing, but they say you've been preparing your whole life for this. I, w I would concur. I would concur. I'll take it. Yeah. It's true. And it, I would say the same for you. I it, would say the fit definitely. And you're wearing gets, the suit. It gets better. It only gets better. You know, the people I get to work with. And I will tell you of all the things I do. Yes, I get to do really neat stuff. I get to see really cool cars. But the people are the biggest payoff. Did you happen to see the the little PCA thing that we did just I did. A while? I did. It yes. The, it was the same thing. These cars are amazing. We'll drive anywhere to come see these cars. Yeah. But yeah. the reason we went there that day and the reason we go in general is for the people and the relationships. It's, it's amazing to be did, able to cultivate them and then actually maintain them is very very cool. <laughs> I like to benefit from them and, and Well, you know the, what I'm saying. The, I do. I do. The joy that it 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 brings. I mean, the cars are cool, but when you walk down the roads at Rensport and you hear, hey, Ramsey, and you turn around, it's like, ah, I'm so happy. I, I just love being asked to take people. pictures with people. Yeah. I never wanted to be famous. I don't want to be famous still, but there's something Deal about that it. connection part. <laughs> no, no, the connection that you're making with individuals mm -hmm. in that moment <clears throat> that is delightful to me. I, please take pictures with us. Like, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> now, the car people are the coolest yeah. people in the world, and it's an honor to be a part of that that club fraternity that circle of really cool people really all right people. we should probably get into some business stuff we should and but before we do that can sure. i can i can i present you you did something? bring a bag here i did i did i so appreciate the fact that you made the comment early you don't have fomo because it, it, it doesn't matter where you are or who you're with you can have an incredible time with cars so i i i'm not very good at this gift acquiring thing so, <laughs> no no listen I, I i i don't and so this it's a trinket right but oh but wow I, I, I wanted one well I, you cool. know all these all the kids have these nowadays and i don't know exactly <laughs> this is what from for. this is from Rensport. it says ren sport six on a ren sport reunion six so that it. is for That's you adorable. and and i walked into the store and i'm staring at one of the attendants clerks i don't know what the right term is and <laughs> and all i've never met you but i've seen you on social media and i'm thinking and that's about the size. And this attendant sees me the, the, the staring at her at staring at her. Oh, boy. <laughs> Just with my mouth agape. Sir, can I help you? What size are you? And she, and she immediately, she's like, oh, you're buying for someone. I'm like, yeah. And so she helped me pick you're out the shirt. Awesome. I hope it's the oh, right size. Oh, may so I, may I open this? Please. So it's, and it's a Rensport reunion awesome. shirt. And it says... 
Ren Sport Reunion 6 on the back. It's very subtle. Oh, look, it's blue. Imagine that. I love so it. a shirt for you. I hope it's the right it size. It looks like it's the right size. I Good. think you did great. She oh, said extra so cool. small. Yeah. And my, my friend, it's going to be, be your friend, uh, Adam McQuiston of Finn Ryan Design, designs he and did? manufactures those for Porsche. Oh. Yeah, no, amazing. Oh, wow. Amazing. So, yeah. Thank you. Plus, and it looks ladies, perfect. Ladies, uh, tees don't come often enough in, in this business. Not too many people have... Uh, Right. the ladies Unisex lines what the ones who do yeah. support our show and they send stuff to us and and mrs cool. ryan wears it all please over enjoy. the place please thank enjoy you. thank I you will. very nice of you thank yeah. you yeah this is really really cool because so. honestly not going you know these are all the little things that you do yeah. miss out on and these are the little things that are neat you know in the mementos years, you'll go to the next one so yeah. we are yeah we've got plans on that already good. we're not missing it again good where is it will it be at laguna seca again I, I assume so yeah wasn't the last one yes be nice to go back east coast but that's okay Ooh, lime rock i'd go to lime rock in a heartbeat or vir would be nice i mean we'll wrote them there's so many i guess they need to it needs to be a big track doesn't it for the yeah, size that it's gotten with now lots of hotels and lots of restaurants you, you guys can totally cut me off so please do but like what is rensport is there a quick like summation of it i think so it's it's a celebration of porsche's history in motorsports okay so the the emphasis there in particular unlike parade unlike a pca event or uh, works reunion the the emphasis there is all about the motorsports aspect of it originally okay. started it's 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 roots are the amazing brian redman and bob carlson the former uh Public relations for Porsche North America and Bob and uh, Brian and Bob started it at Lime Rock. For, is that right? Yeah. How cool for me. Yeah, I mean, that's my home track. That, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for you, whenever you see a Porsche with RS, that generally stands that's for Rensport. Mm -hmm. Okay. And mm -hmm. there you go. This would be the Rensport reunion. I mean, they bloody well raced tractors. They did. Thing. They really did. Oh, and I have to the P111, right? May have been the. Um, it was juniors and there was of supers. The was the track they race. raised tractors this past weekend from turn one to turn uh, four or five i'm not 100 percent. le mans style start and running st running start with tractors oh yes with tractors so and i saw lots they of tractors. they took the motorcycle lane around uh whatever the the the, the hairpin down to the bottom okay, there is I, turn two is that what it is I, I i saw the start i saw turn two the first day and then turn the start on the second day. We so actually, cool. I actually had a colleague in the race and I think he did fairly well. I think there must have been 20 some. Well, Zwart was doing it and yeah. Patrick Long was doing it, yeah. right? John he Oates. Tractors? Oates. John Oates. Was there. Uh, okay. wants to get John Oates on here. He said, he said we should do that. I, will, I just saw a picture Porsche of him with someone that must have been at Rensport. I would love to talk yeah? to him. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Real Porsche petrol head. Yeah, he I didn't be, know. He will be at the uh, Porsche a 70th anniversary auction as well. So there's two business things yeah. that I Way. want to Segway. get to. Well, I want to get to Project Gold. Cool. And I want to get, because that's, I mean, that's really the, the reason you're here right now. It is It is the catalyst for sure. And then, of course, as well as the, the big the big uh, mm. uh, auction in Atlanta as well. Yeah, something really special. So I'll, I'll let you take it. Whatever you want to tell us, let's uh, just educate everybody. I, I, I do wish What's coming our, up? our pal Ray Schaefer was here. So I'll do my absolute best to 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 pull the Porsche line and tell you a little bit about Project Gold. We'll mm -hmm. start there, and then we'll go to the, the bigger schematic. I think most people have seen it, right? It's the 993 that just... Uh... Porsche does a good job of promoting it and marketing <laughs> it. And we do as well at RM Sotheby's. Well so put. 
you know, what is it for like again like quick summation like what because I, I don't necessarily know what it's about. right and a Fair. lot of a lot of people they're they're professionals in the business that are writing about it and, oh it's this restoration and it's that no they they recognize as we talked about that the the propulsion systems and the car culture is evolving so hey let's not forget about the classics let's right. not forget about supporting the classics for Porsche as a business and so they said let's show the world what we can do a showcase if you may of all the capabilities of porsche classic the parts the service the the skill sets they had a 993 body shell as a part number on the shelf and they said let's let's right they didn't cannibalize a 993 that was already out there this is just parts on a shelf at porsche there really is nothing about this car that represents a restoration but a lot of people are making that point a lot and it's almost like i feel like they're specifically want people to know is there a reason that porsche wants people to know that like hey this is this is something off the shelf yeah well it's because they want a new number right it's a new vin it is a new vin it is a new body shell and it's all new parts and they want the world to know hey it's okay to come to us, the mothership, for your classic parts, your classic service, your classic work. Because, in fact, we do have everything you need yep. to officially, properly, and completely maintain service and support your, in this case, 993 era uh, Porsche 911. Now, in some cases, we were talking before the show, in some cases, some of those parts have actually even, they're better than the original NOS oh, parts because they've yeah. been re-engineered or improved upon from back in the day. Is that yes, right? Yes, absolutely. So you're actually getting a modern counterpart, not even just a direct bolt-on counterpart, but a, a modern counterpart to the part that you would be buying sometimes, sometimes. I, yes, and I, and, and I, a lot of my, even my colleagues, worse enough, my, my pals may be a bit of a juxtaposition with me on this, but I frankly... You know, they say, oh, well, they don't build them like they used to. And I have to tell you, under my brothers, well, thank heavens, you know, I mean, <laughs> there's a reason. Human error? Well, you know, <laughs> just if all you do, and you made the comment about tires, how it's evolved. When you go onto the actual cars and things that have evolved, the headlights. I mean, I oh, remember yeah. having cars. You, I have a 58 Mercedes Benz. I can barely see 50 yards in front of no me. No way. Right. So, no way. you know, the headlights are better are the shocks the suspension oper- the, that you can buy from Porsche for the car there are improvements you mentioned the tires the, that was the conversation before the show we were saying that a lot of these old cars are so good today and competitive today because of the modern rubber they, so apply that yes. same that same philosophy on the down to the parts I don't want old paint on my car <laughs> I want new paint because it le- looks better it, the luster it lasts longer yeah. I want safer windshields I am an incredibly big fan of analog brakes and air conditioning so yeah i mean i i and all of these are things that are evolving in for 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 porsche for any manufacturer right look porsche is not the only look at mercedes look at i'm very fortunate where i live in savannah georgia you may have heard jaguar land rover is opening their first u.s classic facility And it's They're building be- a new flagship center, right? Oh, like 80 bays or yeah. some incredible number. That's nuts. Yes. That. I think maybe it's 80 people, but not 80 S- bays. Something. No, something. it's a big presence. That's They're great. dedicating a lot of money and a lot of effort to the support. Now, think about this. This is from the factory. Mm-hmm. And they're saying we need to dedicate the resources of all types 
to supporting our fans and our followers. We keep our cars on the road. Yeah. The and best it, part of that Porsche thing is whenever you see the 911s, I can't remember what the percentage is, but something like 80 or 90%, something really high number of the cars are still on the road. Right. So they are showing the world we still make great parts, and in some cases we make some of those parts even better and more reliable than we did how many years ago. And you can buy them from us and you can be confident in their quality and put them on your classic Porsche. Sounds like a very so Porsche a, philosophy. It seems yeah. like a way to, we all see the cars, you look at a 992 or whatever, the, the spy shots that are out now, you see where the cars are going in the future yeah. of technology and propulsion, like you were saying earlier. Um, I think it's nice to see that um, the company is not only doing this, but then showcasing it for everyone else to see, mm -hmm. hey, we are not forgetting our roots. We are actually we're doubling down over here. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spend some money and some time looking over in this area over here. So maybe you should too. Yeah. Um, to me, that's kind of a neat new area. Because if you want yeah. a new old Porsche right now, you spend a heck of a lot of money and you go over to yeah. a different manufacturer, a different company, uh, a neighbor here, and uh, and you know you go get on a list um, to be able to do that same thing with the same kind of build quality from Porsche. I yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's a nice neat. option. I remember talking I about it. it a little bit with Ray when he was here, and it's like, it's really there's something so nice about it from like a corporation standpoint, like, yeah, make your money, but like really taking care of the people in your, your system. Like it's we, appeasing people like us too, by the way, yeah. the people who really maybe not as interested in the new stuff, unless we're getting an SUV or whatever. Right. But when it comes to the nine elevens, we would only want maybe a certain year or older. Uh, I, I mean, think about it from a, from a business perspective and there's a, it's a big business. You know, let's not forget Porsche is one of the most profitable automobile manufacturers in the world. Of and, all time. <laughs> right. And they're part of a family. I don't know. Volkswagen. Maybe you've heard of them. And all of the different marks. They don't have to do this. It's right. not like, like, oh, if we don't make classic parts, we'll never survive. Right. They don't have to do much of anything but right. keep making the Macan. That's about all they have to keep doing. Yeah. And more of them, as a matter of fact. Right. So I think it's incredible that, look, as a petrol head, Whatever your opinion is of what they're doing or how they're going about doing it, please take, take solace in knowing that a manufacturer like Porsche that doesn't have to says we will dedicate the staff and the resources. I mean, if, if you'd seen their facility at the Rensport this weekend. Uh, Ray sent us pictures yeah. of everything. I mean, it was spectacular. I'm going to go with the word, they're serious, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're really into this. They've dedicated in everything to, to you know, and we've all seen their oil cans, their lubricants. Those things are just, I just if I could just get just a couple well empty designed. ones, yeah, right? And just keep them on the shelf. So yeah, it's a, you want it. Right. Props. So... It, 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 it is fantastic that they're making the effort. And then Project Gold is just, I don't, I guess I'll say it's. Now you guys are selling that car, right? We, as a matter of fact, are. We are very fortunate. This, the timing was incredible. Porsche builds a car. And if you stop and think about it, when they build this car with the intent to sell it, and the funds, the, the, the profits are going to the, the Ferdinand Porsche charities, to whom do they sell that car? Because. Whichever collector they ultimately would have said, and you get it, that would have been another. Oh, no. Yeah, 99,000, rather unhappy with there the decision. There aren't going to be 77 is not enough 935s for the VIPs that are in the Porsche exactly. family. Exactly. So RM Sotheby's and Porsche came together 
Uh, Ray Schaefer, right? There you go. And, and the tie we, that binds. And, and we come together at the amazing Porsche Experience Center in Atlanta, which is like Epcot for adults, petrolhead, Porsche <laughs> petrolhead adults. And w w the conversations began. And we at RM Sotheby's, we have done Mark-specific sales before in the past, spe specifically with Ferrari, three of them. And in last year during Ferrari 70th Three different events? Three different events wow. over the years. And in and, and 2017, this is 2018, right? 2017, <laughs> we had the most uh, significant auction in Marinello at the factory, at the oh, track, wow. for Ferrari 70th anniversary. Cool. And it was amazing. And needless to say, and very successful <laughs> yeah. for those who were selling their cars. But what I'm seeing here is you have a very proven track history doing Ooh, this sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. No, amazing place, uh, RM Sotheby's. Amazing. And so... The, the well, I mean, of course, the company within itself has many accomplishments, but I mean, specifically, this you is the exact same thing. <laughs> yes. This is the exact same premise. So this was the catalyst, and this was the <clears> premise <throat> under which I... Uh, the, uh, the conversation within RM Sotheby's was, hey, you guys should come and talk to Porsche. And uh, Ray's conversation within Porsche was, hey, you guys should probably maybe sit down, have a coffee, a bagel over uh, this whole thing with RM Sotheby's. Share some and, ideas, yeah. Right, multiple meetings, and boom, it, it, it happened through a lot of work of some amazing people at RM Sotheby's and at Porsche. Ray and I just made the introductions. And we are going to celebrate Porsche's 70th anniversary. We say RM Sotheby's in collaboration with Porsche Cars North America at the PEC in Atlanta, their North American headquarters. You have one out here, which is sort one, of the motorsport. One Porsche drive, right? right? One Porsche drive, and we will be... It's the head of Porsche Cars North America. That is, is that their what you were saying? North American head. headquarters. Yep. And it's, it's like three times the size of PECLA, but it also has the capacity, you know, there's some other aspects of the brands that are in there. Uh, you know, Bentley's in there with some stuff, and VW and different things. So um, the, the auction will be there. And if ever we have conducted an auction that is a destination auction, <laughs> this is the place. The, this, the, I'm assuming you're going to be somewhere among the collection and everything else there. Right in the heart of it, weather permitting, in the courtyard. This is amazing. Yeah, it really is. I mean, to say that we are having an auction in the mothership, I mean, you know, it would be in Germany. The, I'm but just picturing the photography that you're going to create a heck of an environment in that space, I'm imagining. It, it's... Yes is the answer. Also, to the with question. you and Ray Schaefer involved, I have yeah. no doubts. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I'm equal parts unbelievably apprehensive and nervous. Correct. And, uh, <laughs> that is correct. Uh, equally excited and can't wait for it to all unfold. October 27th, there'll be uh, the, the preview will begin Friday, the 26th. Oh, I think I may have something. Now, your the catalogs that. just went to print. Is they that right? Did. I am shamelessly. Oh, mine. here we go. Oh, this is, is a, a pre-mailer. Preview. Okay. A preview. All right. A shame. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Why, look at that. 956C, rarely ever up for auction. Wow. Oh, we nice have meatball. one. Uh, the only 956C to win on both European soil and North American soil. That's the location. Yeah, right and, and, How's that? and I wow. have people say to me, well, I don't know that I can afford any of those cars. Doesn't matter. It is a, a history-making event uh, at Porsche's... I mean, it's the home of the Avengers, right? You know, when you see the movie, that's <laughs> their Avengers headquarters. Is Ray right. told us that? Yeah, you know, we don't. Yeah, well, do you like those movies? This is a whole separate conversation. I've never actually. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I've, I saw the first one. 
I think maybe Sandy. I probably should see some of these. Well, others. I feel like we should. We both should for the same reason. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yes, so. apparently one Porsche Drive is actually yeah. uh, the the Avengers that headquarters. The That's from, crazy. From the movie, like, I didn't know it that. was a filming location. Yeah, I told Ray I thought it was genius that they were supplementing their income, but because they rented out for uh, all these events, oh, I'm yeah. assuming Sotheby's is going to pay a nice amount to well, use the, their facilities. There, there, there will be wonderful payoffs for all parties involved. Mutually so. beneficial <laughs> yeah, all around. That's right. Mutually really, beneficial. They've always. been great to work with. I can tell you that Porsche has. Uh, and I hope they feel the same way with R.M. Sotheby's. Uh, but it is going to truly be... I, look, I might be a little biased, but it, it doesn't have the history that a, a Ren Sport does or a Petit Le Mans. But there may be a reason that we're Ren Sport two weeks later, Petit Le Mans two weeks later, the Porsche 70th anniversary auction I don't, on their 70th anniversary year. I think it's going to be one for the history books. And if you are a Porsche petrol head and, and there's, I mean, Atlanta Airport can get you from anywhere in the world to it there in one hop, uh, come to the event. Yeah. It's, it's, you could hop the fence is what you need to hop. It is it's actually, literally the same place, the same property line. It, I, I will, to anyone who wishes to attend, I will warn you in advance, you must register in advance because this event is the PEC and this auction and all of this is actually on FAA yeah. property. Meaning Homeland Security actually has a, a whatever you call that, yeah. jurisdiction. <laughs> you, there's a <laughs> little tighter. Yeah. And when you come to the auction, I can't believe how tight security is. Well, come on any Friday it's uh, the same. to have lunch at the... Um, it, restaurant 356 is one of the best restaurants in all of Atlanta, which is the restaurant in the, the PEC. And it probably has everything to do with the fact that the pats of butter come out in the shape of a 911. Yeah, exactly. love that. And uh, the of that. seats are 356 seats and the silverware, I mean, and on and on and on. Is that on. true? The seats in the, what, in the oh, restaurant? Oh, yes. No kidding. Everything about that. That's that. cool. The leather, the, listen, the flatware, the knives and, and spoons, the design is all the, the, I don't know what you call it. But the metal work done on the frame, on the, the decorative rails and Porsche 356s and oh, everything about the place. I love it. Everything about the place Neat. oozes Porsche. And the food is absolutely amazing. That was a big tangent. But ultimately, <laughs> my point being, you, you really must register in advance to get on the property. You can't get onto that property unless you have a purpose, such as a, a reservation at the restaurant or uh, Yeah, you have to check in just yes. like you're going to NASA or something. Uh, I mean, it's kind of neat. The, the simulator labs, the racetrack. And then there's two Porsche Drive, the hotel. Is that done open now? Oh, it is fabulous. Okay. Already it's supposed booked. to be really something. I mean, people. The, 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 the lights, your, your, your lamp on your nightstand <laughs> is a Porsche exhaust pipe. Really? really? In all the rooms? All the rooms. <laughs> the headboards cool. in all the rooms are uh, in, in the, the wheels embossed onto the... Oh, yeah, yeah, Neat. It's, I get very excited. Sped, no expense. <laughs> yeah. That's all I can think of. Yeah, it's Jurassic really Park. <laughs> Yeah. All right, you know uh, I'm our, our mutual friend Tori Alonzo, yes. beat ever for life. He uh, sent in a question. He would like to know what is in Ramsey Potts' garage. Ooh, it's oh, a damn good on, question. Good one, Tori. Really? Uh, well, no, it is okay. But, uh, well, there, nobody cares. You have access and and uh, to, to every car in the world, basically. Well. <laughs> I have access to look at them. Well, that's what <laughs> so, I mean. That's yeah, what I mean. And, and to meet the really neat owners. So I drive a Volvo every day. And I drive a lot, as we were talking about yeah. earlier. I drive about fifty to 60,000 miles a year. It's a 2012 Volvo C70 that my wife and I did European delivery, which is really cool. 
and it's a 2012, mind you, and uh, it currently has 323,000 faultless miles on the car. I bet. Yeah. And it's strong. It is actually very, it is very strong. And it's not interesting. It's not cool. It's not anything other than A to B, and it works great. That's the answer that makes me happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And my wife has a Porsche Cayenne, uh, and then I just recently, and you'll never guess, I got it at an auction, at a, an RM Say auction. Say it isn't so. I, I don't know. believe it. You talk about an alcoholic working at the bar. Kids, <laughs> it is bad. Totally. It is bad. And I had a client who actually consigned this car. He was a many-time Mulemilia competitor. That's even worse because you've got the yeah. inside track. I knew, I knew about the car. I really did. I, in all fairness, I did. I, I knew, what's that saying, where the skeletons in the closet buried, kind of thing? Yeah, yeah and, there, and, and there weren't any. But it's a 1958. You cannot, I don't think a, a, an automobile exists that is more pedestrian than a 1958 Mercedes 190 sedan, not a 190 SL, a sedan in blue, of course. <laughs> and he had purchased the vehicle, and he was, he's quite an extensive collector, eight-time Milamilia competitor, participant, and he bought this Mercedes and spent more to kit the car for rallies and, and road rallies than what the car costs. There's a fine line between hobby and sickness, right? And uh, most yeah. of us are on the sickness side. <laughs> and he spent more than the car was worth to kit it. and prep. So I knew, oh my word, this is incredible. And the car came across the auction block in Auburn, uh, Auburn Fall, RM Auctions, amazing auction. And first bid, second bid, and then I raised my hand and just like tripled the bid. And I'm like, I'm going to get the car. Well, you know how to do it. Yeah. I, I do. So you just bought the pot. I, I took my own Scare them advice. All and I had some people Which, that I knew were going to. Big, 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 strong. Yeah. I had some people. <laughs> we ha I knew that there was some interest in the car that would get it to X amount. It's not a lot, I'll tell you. I knew there were people that were going to go to $10,000. I mean, I spent nothing on this car, really, in the big scheme of things. And, and the, it was at three, then it was at five. And I knew there were people that were going to get to double digits. So I just simply said, 11. <laughs> and it, Took it, it. worked. That's you it. swept it. It worked. <clears throat> Everyone was just like, oh, and that's the way you get. And I would have done a little bit more. People say, well, you could have got it for seven. Yeah, I could, have got it, I could have got it for 15 as well. So <laughs> I'm thrilled. And I love it. That's what's in my garage now. 11 is a magic number. It is. 11. I yes. love it. Yeah. How Ramsey, ironic. Ramsey Potts, um, I hope that this has been a painless experience for you. Huh. I, I'm curious if you have anything for us. We, we should probably wrap it up pretty soon here, Good. but okay. if, if you have anything for us, I don't want you to feel uh, unfulfilled. No, I just, I want all of your listeners to know that if there's ever anything they would like to know about the auction business, because the biggest question that I get in my travels, you would think it's, hey, what's my car worth? And yes, I get asked that. The, the biggest question I get asked generally comes in the form of misconceptions and, uh, and misunderstandings. Are you on that show? You're not on that show, are you? What's Which my car one? worth? Uh, no, oh, okay. I, I have not been on that. People my just constantly ask your professional yeah, my, opinion. My colleagues have been on that show quite a bit. Is the misconception of how an auction works. Ooh. And, and it's, oh, well, you know, I give you my car and then... And then what? And and there's lots of myths and rumors, and 99. You don't really give them, anything to anybody. Well, but it it but okay. Hence my point. There's a lot of misconception. Sure, I, I when I'll actually go to a lot of clubs and organizations, and I have a little presentation that I do with PowerPoint, and it's just called buy, sell, and enjoy. My point being, I dedicate as much time 
to the potential neophyte in the world of auctions, explaining to them this is how it really works. And at yeah. the end of it, at, at the end of every one of my presentations, of them, the Jaguar Club, Porsche Club, Benz Club, Ferrari Club, wherever, they come up to me and they're like, oh, that's how it works. And, and People really, can't understand the mechanism. They can't figure out. And in all fairness, I get that. I mean, there were things that since I've come to work in the business that I thought I understood. And I went to a lot of them and helped people consign cars to them, help people buy cars at them. And boy, I learned in the first 48 hours, I learned a lot about the business. So it really is a wonderful, wonderful thing to be a part of. And I don't care if you're buying at an auction. You can be selling at an auction or frankly, just watching really the most. Re I mean, it's high drama, kids. Yeah. If you don't have a dog in the fight, it's actually kind of interesting, more interesting almost <clears> because <throat> you can watch the tennis match and find, oh, this guy. Oh, that guy. Oh, and you watch the whole That's a sociological buddies, experiment. Come together, put bets down. I mean, right. You know, and, and I think, you know, we used to do that. Oh, yeah. We would pick 10 cars. We'd all put a little money in the pot. Whoever. Whoever got closest. The closest. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, but it's, and, and I don't mind saying, it's probably the best car show you'll ever get to be a part of. Because if you come there as a participant, we'll you know show you the cars and you can dig into the cars. and it's Yeah, you oh, can sit in the, you get to play oh, with the cars. Yeah, you get to no. try everything out. The oh, world cool. of you Because you theoretically could be a buyer. You know what I mean? So you right. do all these switches work? Does everything work on this car? That's so I would rad. encourage your listeners, your friends, anybody who says, you know, I've always wanted to be a part of that. I've always wanted to go to Amelia, to Monterey, to Hershey, but I really don't know. Or they feel like they might not fit in. Right. Well, you have just opened up the world of world-class auctions to all of your listeners because I want them to reach out to me. Go to the rmsotheby's.com website. There we go. go How do we team, find you? There we go. Find, go to team members, and then scroll down, and my bio is there. And in that picture, I do not have a hat, so fear not. It is okay. Me. And my email is there. My mobile number is there. And I want to encourage them to reach out to me, and please come and be a part of our events they're incredible you're on the social as well right i am can they find you instagram instagram ramsey potts easy one word easy, yeah, easy. Yeah. good job again ray schaefer thank you ray for teaching me the power of social media ray. please follow me on instagram because i promise you this it is not about me or my really cool cats it is about the cars that permeate every aspect of my vocation and avocation you're a delight, Ramsey. Oh, I hope that you. Seriously. I hope that you know that. You seem like you do, and I mean that in a good way. Oh wow! You do you know that you are a delight for people? Well, I, not for everybody. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that you know that you you do. I would imagine that for the most point, you you um, leave the world better. Well, I work with some amazing people, and and I will. I want to leave with one more thing. I'm sorry. sure. I, I get asked this question quite a bit too. What's going to happen to the world of car collecting? Hmm. And I feel very strongly casting. about this. If I have a soapbox, kids, it's this soapbox. We all need to stop worrying yeah. Yeah. about the collector car hobby and cars. If you could meet, and when you come to one of our events, you will, the people that I get to work with, Thatcher Keast and Pete and Alex and, 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 and just all these amazing people in Jacob, there are young men and women who have dedicated, they are basically sleeping in the parts department and bathing with the shop hose. Big time. And they have committed their lives to the preservation and the, the endurance of this hobby that we know of classic cars, of great cars. Do not worry. I'm telling you. And, well, they don't come to the car shows and they don't come to the concourse. I agree. People don't need to worry about anything. They don't. 
when, you know, I remind these people, I don't see anybody at the hangar party here at the Hilton Head Concours. When you were 20 and had $7 together, you weren't buying $200 tickets to come hang out with a bunch of old farts at a hangar party at the Hilton Head <laughs> Island Concours as well. Good we're reminder. going to be okay. And when you meet the colleagues that I work with and how much they know, and I mean, I really just, you know, Pete and, and I hope they're listening, Pete and Thatcher, and, and you look at all these kids, kids, 30-year-old kids that I work with, the hobby is set for just an amazing I totally agree. Years. Good. The kids have the, uh, ah, boy, I don't even want to step on that. That was so great. But I'm so with you. Yeah. I'm so with you. Good. They don't do it like I did it. They don't do it like the guys that are 70 did it. But I promise you, they're doing it. The kids have yeah. all of the knowledge now and way more than we ever did because of the things, the screens, so the internet, uh, shared knowledge. Um, they, they've got more knowledge. They just don't have the money yet. And once everything else equalizes, yes. this you don't have to worry about it. Neither did us. Neither did you know when we started. No, no, no. Uh, I understand yeah. totally. But we were paging through magazines and everything. Whatever information that we amassed and we collected and everything, it was so much. It is nothing compared to what these kids know today. And they have it in a nanosecond. It took y'all years. No offense, but like that, they have it, and they're they're going to share it soon. I, if there's any time I'm not pleasant with people, it's when they say, "Oh, it's going to die," and I'm like, "Right Let's, up in your grill." And I, you bought a new exhaust system, and the only way your friends knew about it is if you told seven of them. These <laughs> kids today buy a new exhaust system, hit Facebook, or hit send, and seven thousand people know about it in an instant. And 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 the curation and the conversation just explode i cannot wait to see where the next generation of the car collectors are going to take the off. fact yeah. that that negativity alienates you at your core to the fact that <clears throat> you come back and you battle and say no there's nothing to be worth. this is awesome this is the energy and the positivity that i was talking about yeah. on the blue card here don't be grumpy the hobby is going to that's be the only thing okay. that's going to make ramsey grumpy mm. there's other people grumpy and you don't want to see Grimsy no, Grumpy. No, don't no, no, be grumpy. Hat off. Uh, <laughs> you're a delight. Thank you so much for coming here. Thank you to Ray Schaefer, too, for helping yeah. put right. it together yeah. and for being the tie that binds all around. Thanks, um, guys. Thank you. Hope that you enjoyed it. Oh. Can, I <laughs> it? Can I do it again? Yes, someday? whenever you're I in town, so. please come back. Okay. Please, 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 please. In fact, I would be sort of offended if you didn't because I've had a really good time. Understood. Right Thank you. Too. Thank you very much. Yeah. All right, Mrs. Ryan, tomorrow, what do we got? Uh... Where's the card tomorrow? Oh, I don't even know. Wednesday. I don't know what we got. We got other stuff this week. Got <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mrs. Ryan, I love you so much. Uh, Ramsey Potts, we love you. Love Thank you. you very much love for being guys. here. I can't wait to see you again and maybe at one of your events. I hope so. I'm hoping October, maybe we can get to Atlanta. That'd be nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just That'd saying. Just We know people. Just saying. Hop the fence. <laughs> it's a big city. There's room for you. All right. Take care. We'll see everybody tomorrow. Thank Bye, you. Guys. Wow, you guys are like total, total pros. Wow. Wow. That's nice of you to say that. I, mean, I don't know that that's total true. Pros. I don't know if it's true, but I'll take it. It's a, 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 never having... You do actually make me forget.